to the Fantastic Podcast, where we believe that through books and banter, all is possible. I'm Steph, aka Ideally Inspired Reviews on Instagram, and I'm joined by... I'm Ava of Kingdom of Mass on Instagram. And today's episode, we are discussing all things we've read in November, and what we plan to read in December, and all of that good stuff. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> oh, <Yikes>. just nothing. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, so I think we'll start off by kind of rounding up, you know, our favorite reads of November. And we talked about maybe a few of these, but hopefully some are, you know, new, exciting. And if you're hearing them again, it just means that we really, really, really want you to read them. So please get on it and tag us at Phantomtastic uh, when you do because we want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Steph, what was like your breakout book of November? Uh, I get, <laughs> I believe it was Orcs. I believe it to my bones. I, I'm she really, the thing orcs. is, is that I'm genuinely trying really hard to like <laughs> not over Orc y'all, but like it's just We're very difficult. We've been um, very thoroughly orked by you okay um yeah I know so um it's so honestly like this is gonna sound like lip service and I promise that it's not but like I genuinely I I did a reread of the um Discovery of Witches series which I haven't been able to do in a little while and would have done in October for our October prompt Um, but things just got a little bit crazy. And, um, honestly, like when I actually don't do like a monthly or bi-monthly reread, I am just once again blown away by like how much I adore that series. And I know that this like is mildly a cop-out, but I promise it's not. I just genuinely love um that series so much um but i did an audio reread um and it was great and i just again part of the reason that i also can't talk about everything is just because i there are a couple books i can't talk about that i've read just because i feel like it's a spoiler for the bookish box so uh the other one was my bookish box read which i will talk about I know I said I would talk about it for December, but I maybe later in December. (laughs) Uh, What about you, Ava? Um, I got really lucky. I had quite a few standout books. Um, The first one was, I'm going to go through these kind of like rapid fire because I don't want to like ramble and take up too much time like I did with our (laughs) last reading challenge update. Um, So real quick, so the first one blew me away in terms of like I was not expecting it, but it was called Code of Conduct by April White. Um, It is about a security expert and a private investigator who specializes in like cheating husbands um, and they have to team up when the cheating husband that he is looking after and she is also like looking after goes missing at the same time that the wife and like half a million dollars also go missing um so it's a exactly (laughs) so it's a really fun like you know cutesy like definitely there are stakes um enough stakes to keep it interesting but it's also like it does remain pretty fluffy the entire time um it has a really hilarious cast there's a lot of found family vibes to it it was super entertaining and fun definitely sexy and steamy which i love um Mm -hmm. also 
just not like an environment that I was, you know, familiar with. There's a lot of like STEM type things that have to happen. By STEM, I mean like, you know, science, technology, and engineering and all that jazz. Um, and so the heroine is kind of introduced to this group of girls who are all women, I should say, um, who are all very much like invent, like they're all STEM people. They're all engineers or, you know, like astrophysicists and all that jazz coders. So I think fans of Allie Hazelwood will really enjoy this. And one of the things that was super cool was that the hero in this book was, um, Nigerian, which was fun. And then the heroine, which I've never come across this, and it's actually really sad, but I have never come across this in a contemporary ro- contemporary romance, I should say. Um, but she has a prosthetic leg. And this was something that, again, like, I like is so normal and not that big of a deal. And yet the fact that I'd never seen it in romance had me going like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> like, why, you know we need so many conversations need to be had in the world of publishing but anyway um it was really nice to see because and i don't have any context so i can't necessarily be like oh like she did it right but i thought it was done you know for whatever that is worth in a really like well thought out way um Mm -hmm. and it was really nice to see something like fresh and and you know just kind of different in in romance so that was awesome um again fans of ali hazelwood please get on it um i loved it (laughs) The second one was Crown of Ivy and Glass by Claire Legrand, which is, like, in my personal opinion, what would happen if Akatar, Bridgerton, and Annihilation by Jeff Vandermeer, like, got together and had a baby. Um, that book is, it's really, like, it's strange, it's funny, it's interesting. Well, it's actually not that funny. It's pretty dark. Um, it's interesting. <laughs> it's super sexy. Like, God bless. I'm so happy that Claire is finally writing, like, adult romance. Um goddamn those sex scenes bless um (laughs) i will eventually come up with a better way to describe it but it is kind of i don't know steph is currently reading it steph do you agree that it's kind of hard and tricky to like pitch a little bit? yeah i would say i would say so um i mean it was pitched to me as akatar meets bridgerton so obviously i was really intrigued because i was like oh how are we Mm -hmm how did we get here um right. but yes as i'm reading it i'm like mm, there's a lot it's a little more complex yeah a lot more <laughs> a lot more facets to it than just that yeah. um because it's definitely even it's more than that it's it's definitely yeah more way more than that certainly so that's why if anybody is familiar with annihilation like if annihilation was like a romance novel this is kind of kind of similar <laughs> Which is, you got, you got, anybody who is familiar with that story is going to be like, what the fuck? Because it's like the opposite. <laughs> that, that would be like if I said Stephen King writing a romance novel. But um, it's fine. It's really good. I highly recommend it. It's super steamy. Um, and I do think that fans of Akatar will, will really enjoy it. So uh, next one was By a Thread by Lucy Score, which was a workplace romance. Um, loved it. The basic premise is that it's, so it's very much enemies to lovers, but like, uh, gosh, I can't remember. No, it's it's Allie. Okay, good. I was, like, afraid that I had already forgotten her name. But her her name is Allie. She's very much, like, down on your luck right now. She's really struggling. She's working, like, four jobs trying to make ends meet. Um, and she gets fired from the pizza place that she works at when this man named Dominic comes in and is, like, obscenely rude to her. And so she is rude right back because she won't stand for it. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so she, like, it's a pizza place. So she puts, like, the pepperonis on his pizza in the shape of, like, an F-U. Uh, which, of nice. course, gets her fired. Uh-huh. But his mom has been, like, she's been there witnessing this entire interaction. And when she sees Allie, like, standing at the bus stop crying after being fired, she's like, you know, come work for me. We'll get you a position. It'll be great. Allie goes to start working for, like, in this amazing, like, fashion magazine company. She meets some cool people and some, you know, super not cool people. And obviously, like, the sparks fly between her and Dominic, both in the good way and also the bad way. Um, And it gets worse when um, his assistant is, like, sent on... His personal assistant is sent on, like, vacation, basically. Um, And Allie has to step up and become his personal assistant. And I love this book because it's so funny. um, And it's so sexy. And the yearning, the pining. There's, like... It's, like, masturbating in the office bathroom. Like, shameless obsessed with each other but they don't want to admit it it's so good i highly recommend it uh next is the lies of la clamora which is also high fantasy uh definitely no romance although i'm hopeful because it's kind of mentioned that there's a woman who's not on page but like i guess she was like the love of la clamora's life and she's kind of like gone so it's like where'd she go and this is a series so i think we're gonna get more of her but like I'm excited, but there is no romance, but it is so fucking interesting and well done. It's a heist slash con artist book. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. genius. It's like, honestly, I, I, and I'm going to say this and I know it's blasphemous, but like Six of Crows needs to sit down. Like this book is so much better and so much twistier and so much like more intense and interesting and trickier than Six of Crows is. Um, so I will say, like, I love Six of Crows for, obviously, like, the diversity, um, because I will say that there's, like, not very much of that in this book, unfortunately, but it is some of, like, the most interesting, I, like, who done it? like, you would not believe, like, my eyes were, like, bugging out of my head the entire time I was reading it. It was so good. And last is All Roads Lead Here, which is a Mariana Zapata, and all I'm gonna say about it is, like, Park Ranger Daddy. And that's all you need to know. So oh, that's a fantastic pitch. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. Which is it's it might be one of my favorite Mariana Zapatas to date. So mm. yeah. I loved it. Um yeah, that was my November. I had a really good November. Um no orcs, but stuff will get me on them eventually, one day, possibly, maybe. Maybe. I like just trust me. Because I am very, here's the thing, I am also very much, very much, uh, it's not that it's scary, here's the thing, I am also, like, very open about when I'm like, listen, I'm I'm pitching this to you, but I know that you're gonna have a hard time with this one, but, like, just get past (laughs) X, Y, Z. So, like, I'm very, uh, I'm very, like, honest about that. And so I genuinely do not foresee a concern with the orc book only because it's not like an immediate like barbarian you know romance Mm -hmm. vibe you know what I mean like it's there is still there's there's angst there's there are all these other elements that you like um that you'll get in these books um especially the second one the second one is extraordinarily angsty but they are tropalicious because like the first one is like a captor romance but (laughs) Like, but a willing captive because she kind of like the 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 heroine like 
risks herself for the sake of like her the mm. like her her house i guess if that makes sense and so she's like you can take me like leave the like you know to save the rest like you know what i mean and then um the second one is a friends to lovers like they grew up together like she oh, um knew that. knew this orc when they, he was young and like so they like she had like there was like a hunting cabin like on her parents property like she's like a like a, an heiress and so like she they knew each other from a very young age and kind of like grew up together um mm-hmm. and then he kind of disappears for 10 years and she like yeah. doesn't know what happened to him and then they're reunited and then the rest is history but it is very angsty though because it like they had like this pact that was like you know kind of like i'm gonna come back for you like we're together forever like you know that kind of thing and i think they had like their first kiss i can't remember like when they were younger and like so like you get flashbacks and stuff like in in that right and it's really good um you know kind of it's emotional because like he kind of has like a tortured past um and because like there's like this curse on him type of thing where he was like he left to protect her kind of thing and then so yeah so it was like i'm just saying i'm just saying hold on i'm just saying like like, there's there's actual substance to these books not to say that other books do not have substance but like there is an intent with each story and they're all standalone but you're you're getting pretty much all of the things that you love in a standard human human (laughs) romance (laughs) book um but because it's historical too like you get like those you know the that conflict the outs, uh, outside conflict with that mm-hmm. um and as i mentioned in a couple of episodes back like there's like the whole like cultural element like it's really it's it's such they're so well written honestly the only thing that i foresee you being mildly like i mean if you were able by. to make it if yeah if you made it through the dragon's bride i feel like like all bets are off everywhere else like you know you can't really go wrong with like two cock di- uh dinosaurs i say mean, dragons dinosaur, but like jesus but like there is literally one cock on the orcs um it's a manageable penis it's fine oh. uh there's no like grotesque like you know what i mean situation with that some of them are scarred. Some of them aren't um, because, you know, like there's like a tribe of warriors. So obviously they're going to be more scarred. Um, yeah, there's there's a whole, you know, but like it's kind of very much like how a standard paranormal romance would be with like a, a vampire where like if you're not put off by a vampire, like you shouldn't really be by the orc because like they mm-hmm. like part of their air quotes mating ritual or like they're like they do kind of like they'll they'll bite like to mark but that usually only happens like once in the book and it's obviously later in the book once they know that they're in it to win it um but yeah and actually funny how you mentioned about the heroine with the prosthetic there are i mean there are none with prosthetics but like uh in the i think it's the fourth book or the fifth book that is um the title is the maid and the orcs that's the polyamorous Mm. one um, oh. one of them is, uh, mute. And so he communicates via oh. sign language and, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also the other thing I forgot to mention that I'd, I don't think I've mentioned at all in my orc agenda is that they, they kind of have like a Scottish brogue, um, the orcs do. 
And oh. so that's well, fantastic then. as well. <laughs> Adding uh, <laughs> to Goodreads as we speak. Uh, Are there audio I love that for me. Um, I think the first two might be on audio, and then the 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 rest are like to come. I'm sure because the first one didn't come out on audio until the summer, I think, and they've been out mm. for a couple of years. Um, but I mean, I will say that the audio is a little is a little rough, a, a little off putting, just because it's, oh, no. it's narrated. <laughs> well, no, it's narrated by a man. Um, with a oh, British yeah, accent, no, which is great. Sure. Like, I mean, I do love the British accent, but his female voices are a little, like, like almost like a caricature of a female voice. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, it takes you out of the story a little bit. And mm-hmm. I actually, um, Matt, who you met at a polycon, like, I, I was getting him to read these, and he only does audio. And so he tried to listen to it, and he was like, I'm having a hard time with this. It's the narrator. It's not the story. I was like, yeah, that's that's fair. So I don't know. Okay, well, but then they never are mind. On, but they are but they are on Kindle Unlimited though. Well. So I mean and they're a quick read, I think, honestly. Like I think for you, they're they're a quick read. Um, even though they're on average like three hundred and fifty pages to like four hundred ish pages. Right, no. So like they're not they're not terribly long. And I feel like the pacing is really good. Um yeah, no. I mean, and as I mentioned in a previous episode, like, they're sexually fluid. Like, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's well-rounded. It's a well-rounded series of books. So, anyway, well, again, I try, I try to not over-orc everything, but it's been very difficult the last few months just because I've been fully immersed in that <laughs> series. But, anyways, for me, the book that fit the prompt uh, for December just because I want to get there. Yes, let's do it. Is um, A Deal with the Elf King by Elise Kova oh. is what I plan to read. It's been on my TBR for two years, I think, at this point, because uh, I think it came out in, like, late 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remembered, like, I was, like, drawn in immediately because it was, number one, a standalone, a fantasy standalone, but also... Mm-hmm. Uh, the cover is like really stunning. It's gorgeous. Um, I remember. Um, so, uh, I think that there's kind of like a Persephone Hades vibe with it. Um, which, you know, I'm a hundred percent down with. So I've, I've heard mixed reviews, not going to lie and say that I've heard only great things about it. So I, I think that was kind of also the deterrent. Um, and I think... Dana at Bookish Box like told me that they're categorized as YA, but I don't think they are. I think they're new adult, um, because mm. the the heroine I think is nineteen. Um, I don't think that they're young adults. So, um, yeah. So that is what I plan to read in December, and obviously I am gonna be likely audiobooking a lot in December. Um, and I think I actually have deal with Elf King in audiobooks, so hopefully that audio is not bad. Um, so that is what I plan to read for December. What about you? What is what is your selected title for December? Oh gosh, so many, honestly. So pray for me. Um, <laughs> but the first one, the biggest one, is Uprooted by Naomi Novik. Um, oh, that one's hard. It's hard. I'm not gonna lie. 
yeah. that one it took a lot like for me i mean for you you might be fine but i think when i went to read it i was like in my like hardcore romance phase i think that that was kind of when I made the shift where I was like, everything has to have romance. And yeah. I mean, this does have, it does have romance though. It has romance, but like, mm-hmm. uh, it was slow for me. Yeah. But it's good, but it's good though. Like it's still worth reading. It just, it took a long time for me to get into it. So yeah, but I'm so curious see, that's to see what, what I... your thoughts are when you, when you do read it. I'm curious to see what you think. I am a little nervous, especially because I'm coming off of Daughter of the Forest by Juliette Marier, and oh gosh, I don't know why I said it like that. That's embarrassing. Everybody pretend you didn't hear that weird, like, little inflection my voice did. Um, But anyway, I'm coming off of that series, or that book, and that was, like, the most, probably the best, like, fairy tale retelling that I've ever had and I think it was really similar to Novik's style but also Mm -hmm. something that I preferred just a little bit more where it kind of it kind of gave more I sometimes feel like Naomi Novik can write so crisply that you lose some of the things that you actually want oh out of like flowery language sometimes like at least for me I read Spinning Silver and I loved it. Like, please don't get me wrong. Don't misunderstand. I loved Spinning Silver. But I also remember kind of, like, reading it and walking away and being like, I wish I'd gotten more of a description about, like, XYZ. Um, And I feel like that might possibly happen with Uprooted. So I'm not going to lie and say that I'm not nervous about that. Uh, So fingers crossed. Everybody pray for me. Um, And then let's see. What else do I want to read? Um, I'm like looking at my Goodreads right now and everything that I read or that I marked as like to read. Um, (laughs) it's all like YA back when I was like reading YA. So I definitely know that I'm not reading any of that. Um, but probably up there as well is, um, Harrow the Ninth by Tamsin Muir. Muir? Um, which is the second book in the Locked Tomb quartet I think there's going to be four of them now uh so the sequel to Gideon the Ninth and the reason why I'm putting it off is because I have to reread Gideon the Ninth in order to get to Harrow because I don't remember anything really like at least that important but I do remember reading Harrow and being like all this for the hype like are we sure I just remember (laughs) like I don't know if I'm like not the target audience or if I'm just like too stupid for those books uh but reading hair reading Gideon I was like I don't get it but everyone keeps telling me that like it's the most amazing thing ever and I've definitely had like that's how I was with the ruin of kings like the first time I tried to read it I was like ew no I hate this and then as we all know the second time I was like wait a second this is the best thing ever so I'm not really willing to like write something off just because I couldn't get into it the first time because I know that I'm such a mood reader um and sometimes it's just like genuinely not the book's fault like if I'm not interested in it then you know of course I'm gonna say it was bad in my head um but those are two that I definitely want to try try to read in December um yeah. What about you, Steph? Any more? Because I know that you have more books that have been on your TBR for more than a year. <laughs> well, I, I do, but I feel like it's mildly cheating because I have already read them earlier this year. <laughs> um, but 
like some other books that I do hope to be able to read um, before the end of the year, I guess. Like some of them have been on my TBR like slightly a year mm -hmm. or like, like so it's like right. mildly right on there. Um, one is um, Scarred by um, I think it's Emily McIntyre. Um, yes. Oh, um, is that the is that the one that follows Hooked? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. okay. I, well, and obviously Hooked as well. Like, I need to read both of those. <laughs> but Scarred in particular is the one that I wanted to read um, or that, like, stands out the most to me because uh, it is a Lion King retelling, uh, historical oh. Lion King retelling. And it's, like, obviously if Scar got the girl and I... And, and it's not a monster romance. It is, like, they're humans. They're all So it's not, like, humans. lions fucking? I'm no, it's not like it. <laughs> lion shifters or lions uh, okay so then just say it's a Macbeth retelling and like oh my lord that's true oh, I'm sorry Hamlet. Hamlet oh Hamlet yes I'm like not Macbeth help it's not um, Macbeth yeah exactly uh, but, <laughs> help oh god uh I don't think I have enough time to read anything that would be a Macbeth retelling um yeah but anyways no. I digress but no but I I I was really excited to read those um but obviously that one in particular just because there aren't any that are yeah. air quotes mainstream or that are on my radar. Um, so that is one. Um, I'm going to finish up the ties that bond series by Jay Bree. Um, mm. That's a reverse harem. Um, I I've only read the first one when there's no sex in it and I've been oh. promised sex. So I, well, I mean, angst, I mean, you, you might like it. Um, <laughs> So it's obviously a continuous continual series. Um, I would like to finish um, the Angels of Elysium series by Olivia Wildenstein. So I'd like oh, to read yeah. those are those are standalone books. Um, so the third one is Starlight and it's a conclusion, I believe. I don't think that there are any more planned after that. Um, so I do want to read that. And I'm trying to think of what the oh, um, Pack Darling by Lola Rock um that's a reverse harem um and homecoming king that i talked about last year actually um and that's mildly a holiday-ish romance because uh it's by penny reed and that one is a uh, not really a second chance romance but like they knew each other growing up um guy walks into the bar like he's an athlete so it's kind of a sports romance oh. uh and I think there's fake dating. I have to go back and reread. <laughs> Gotta go back and reread the synopsis on it. But it's been on my TBR at least a year because I mean I think it came out la like last holiday season. Um, okay. Because mm -hmm. the the book cover is like um, ugly sweater, uh, oh. like, <laughs> stitching on it. So like it's definitely. <laughs> um, and what was the other one that I wanted to read? I know there was another one and I don't think that it's been a year. So I'm mildly cheating on that. I mean, granted it's not part of the prompt, but it's like things I would like to finish reading. I would like to yeah. read, um, the Sarah Kate, um, at least the first book in the Sarah. It's like the salacious players club books. Um, only because it's been extraordinarily hyped and people are, have been telling me like, you're going to love it. You should read it. Even though that's always like a, <laughs> 
That is not always like the best promo for me just because I get so I have so much pressure just because I'm such a finicky, picky reader that like I feel like I mean, but then again, at the same time, I can understand like if I go into it and I read it and I don't like it, I can be like, okay, I know I didn't like it because it's not for me, but I see why other people like it. So I wouldn't like shoot it down and be like, nobody read this. This is the worst. (laughs) I'd still be like, oh, I can see why people like it. I just personally mm. <laughs> didn't like it. It's just not for me. Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, yeah, I think I think those are the other ones that are on the rest of my like end of year TBR that I'd like to officially read. I have a few of those on audio, so I feel like I feel pretty confident that I'll be able to get to them. Um, right. But we'll see. Hopefully, mm. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> We'll see. I'm trying to stay optimistic, but... You got this. I believe in you. I know. You're I like, know. oh, dear. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm going to probably just go back and reading more orc stuff. But I will say, <laughs> actually, actually, there are no more orc books left for me to read at this point. Like, oh, now it's more of, like... Because, I mean, she's still... So, like, I've read the most... So, all the books that are out, I've read. So, now I have to wait until the next books come out basically so i'm all caught up on that series now so i can't i have nothing else to live for just devastating it is it is because the other thing is is like i've read other orc books and i don't like them as much as i like the finley fan books so i feel like i'm gonna have a hard time sorry i just turned to look because i thought i heard a sound i turned to look and ernie has like (laughs) a pair of socks in his mouth (laughs) you know it's fine oh my god it's fine okay Dior has, like, lifted his head. I'm recording on top of Dior's tank. He's, like, lifted his head, and he's looking right at me. He looks like that freaking dumb snake from The Jungle Book. Oh, like, not the dumb snake. Silly. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's true. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, are there... Anyway. Okay, so aside from the books, aside from the books, because obviously, again, we are going to be all, all over the place for the holidays and that kind of thing. Is there anything else that you're looking forward to like that you have planned like are you gonna watch anything are you going to like is there music coming out like is there anything else that you're excited for for December oh my gosh that's really funny so I'm actually such a Scrooge and such a Grinch like I don't Christmas just like does not do it for me I don't like I don't get the hype I'm gonna be honest and (laughs) it like made my mom so mad she was like so when are you coming out and I was like oh like I have to I have to come like, I have to come home? Like, what? Because she was, like, explaining to me that we were doing, you know, Christmas, like, at my grandparents' house. And we've done this, you know, like, every year. And I kind of was under the impression, like, you know, that was something that I did, like, as a kid when I was not a legal adult and, like, had no choice. <laughs> and now, like, you want me to, like, spend my own money on a plane ticket? Like, back... Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm doing it because, like, I think that it would, like, literally kill my mom. And it's just not worth it to, like, put that kind of strain on her. Um, But I'm also thinking about, like, inventing a fake boyfriend and, like, falling madly in love with him and being like, (laughs) oh, we're celebrating at his place this holiday. Sorry, mom. I don't know. I don't know. Um, So, yeah, I don't I don't know. I can't think of, like. I don't get like the holiday movies like I watched Elf you know like once in my life and I was like okay like I'm okay I'm good now I don't need to see this again uh same with That's like Christmas story I will say I'm kind of a Scrooge as well but like Elf is one of those movies that's like such a cl- like I don't I 
sorry. I was, I was like, what? what's going on with Ernie? Um, I, I, Ernie was just co-signing. Um, he, he <laughs> We're all Scrooges. Um, <laughs> yes. He's like, yes, my mother is a Scrooge. I, I used to make, when I lived with roommates, um, mm-hmm. excuse me, sir. Um, when I used to live with roommates, Ernie, are you fine? Do you hear that? I do a little bit. Poor Ernest. Is he okay? okay? All right, we'll cut that. Um, <laughs> okay, so when I used to live with roommates, I, I, they were very much like, they loved the holidays. They, they decorated mm-hmm. for the holidays. Yep. It was fine. I could get in the, I could get into the holiday spirit with them, but like, I would not be heartbroken if we weren't. Um, but right. we used to have a tradition where, um, we would start like on black, like actually Thanksgiving night. So we would all go to our family, respective families. Um, and then we would come home, um, and we would start decorating like the Christmas tree and stuff. And then, this was back when like Black Friday was still a thing that you would go out and do stuff. So like we would wait until midnight mm-hmm. um, on Thanksgiving night and then we would go out Black Friday shopping and then we would like, you know, go either, you know, buy stuff for ourselves or buy gifts or like whatever we were doing. And then we would come home. We would all like have breakfast and then we would like all kind of like have like a sleeping a sleep sleepover party type of thing like in the living room and we would so we would like play holiday movies and that kind of thing and so elf was Mm -hmm. always like a elf the grinch um with jim carrey and uh, oh my gosh a couple of other movies (laughs) yeah like so those were ones that we would watch and obviously nightmare before christmas we would watch again um but I have not really done that since I've started living at home by myself. And like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't decorate my house. I don't decorate the tree. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I do have is like a card tree for like holiday cards when, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people send those. And then I, I will decorate with that type of thing, like on my yeah. door. Cause it's a magnetic thing. And so like, that's it. That's it. That's all. That's all I've got. Um, but I will say that, um, I'm excited to get around to some binging. Like, I do want to binge watch a lot of stuff. Like, um, mm-hmm. I haven't watched House of the Dragon yet. And um, yeah. I had originally told myself I would not watch it. But it's very difficult for me to um, deny myself extra Matt Smith time. Um, <laughs> so I am going to watch that. That is something I'm planning on binging. Um, something else that I hope to be able to get around to watching is ugh, Don't Worry Darling, um, because it's on oh. HBO Max now. So that so. was interesting. Oh? Mm-hmm. You watched it? I did. Well, in the my movie My friend theater? wanted to see it. Yeah, my friend yeah. wanted to see it for her birthday, so I was like, I'll come with you. Yeah. It was interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I would watch it. I mean, despite my love for Harry Styles, um, I still was like, and and Florence Pugh, I was like, I'm I'll watch it, but I'll wait until it's free to watch. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that, and um, I have a couple of like documentaries that I really want to watch. So, obviously not very holiday. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that the Grinch will play, and I will watch it. Um, if Elf comes on, I might watch it. 
Um, mm-hmm. But these are not things I'm going to go out of my way to do. Right. Because I am legit a Scrooge. Um, I just, I, I genuinely, yeah. like, nothing wrong for anybody who does love the holidays. I'm just obviously a fall holiday girl. Uh, winter <laughs> holidays are not my jam. Um, yeah. Unless I'm at Disney World, in which case I will, mm-hmm. I will do, do that thing. <laughs> I, the one thing that I am excited for is... So I am going home for Christmas and I'll be home like in Colorado for a little bit before we go to my grandparents' house. Um, And I'm excited because I'm actually going to get to bake cookies with my mom and my sister. Um, And one of the things like I, I love baking. I'm so bad at it, but I love baking. Um, And the past few years, probably honestly the past like five years, I have not been able to bake because it's just been really bad timing. Either I have been um, at school, like it's usually like December's like finals time. So it was like finals and then it was college applications and then I was in college and I was either like working or, you know, like in store. So in person, excuse me, or I was um, doing other finals and just like so much kind of craziness So I haven't actually like baked Christmas cookies with my mom and my sister in probably like five years. Goodness. Um, Yeah. And I'm really, I am excited to do that because it's just so much fun. Uh, We were not, like we were never a baking house. You know, my mom was like a health nut. So cookies were like not a thing unless they were made out of like fucking ground cashews and oat milk and shit like that. Um... So, but this is like the one holiday that my mom just says, you know, fuck it. We don't have to bake paleo this year, <laughs> which is so nice. Um, please don't ever make paleo cookies. They're like not worth it. It's just not worth it. Please, I beg of you. Um, <laughs> little tips and tricks from a Colorado household. Um, anyway, so I'm really excited to do that. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I also remembered a book that I want to read which I remembered because I know that you've read it Steph and I'm like fuck why haven't I read this book yet uh but it's the uh it's Winter's Orbit by Everina Maxwell um and it's been Uh on my TBR for so long and it's called it's it's so good and the second one came out or it's coming out yeah it it yeah it's out so I'm excited to have those like back to back hopefully and it's Winter's Orbit so I can sit like that's as like holiday themed as I will ever get like I have just not been (laughs) it's a sci-fi male male royal politics (laughs) romance it's so good though it's so good I'm so excited I'm so, it's so excited. Good. It's, to I mean, do that. it's it's up there with a taste of golden iron. I just I love that that was like such a good read. Um, I can't wait for the second one. Um, eventually, <laughs> to read it we'll eventually. That was actually one of the only books in like because I you know don't have a lot of subscript like you know book subscriptions and stuff. But the uh, Illumicrate right. did a special edition of it, and I actually like looked i bought like, bought one online like resale because i was like this is so, i need this i need the hardcover sprayed edges version of this so yeah yeah it's so, good i highly recommend yeah um Very there's exciting. the there's the cute like merry little meat cute um oh. by sierra simone and uh julie murphy that's probably oh. as holiday ish that i will get um these holidays reading 
Um, I've had it for a while. Um, my friend Katie went to their uh, tour stop in Chicago and got a signed copy for me, which was really nice. Oh. And it also came with an ornament. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, that's actually really cute. That's, what a that's, great that's idea. That's great, but, like, I do, don't have a tree to put hang that, it on. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so um, that's nice. Uh, but, yeah, no, so that's probably one that I will read eventually. Um, but probably after the holidays, <laughs> knowing my luck. Um, but, yeah. yeah. I, again, I am a full holiday. I'll read about you know, witch shit and holiday and like fall mm-hmm. books. But like when it comes to like Christmas, Christmas and other holidays, because <laughs> yeah, like there are obviously other holiday books too that I'm like, oh, I just, yeah. if I'm not in the spirit, then it's hard to read about books that are in the spirit. But again, another like shameless pitch for the winter anthology at bookish that oh, like the winter anthology is like we told all like the prompt was like a winter romance but it didn't have to be like winter the season like some of them is like winter court or you know it like is a flashback to something like winter sports where it was like skiing or whatever but it's not necessarily like holiday themed which i love um Mm. and so like i was like kind of like i was telling the authors like you don't have to do holidays and by don't i mean don't (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I am requesting. Uh, not I do personally, holidays. as somebody who has to read them before we publish them, please. Uh, and you know, I had to read these in the dead of summer when you know it's <laughs> hot as fuck outside. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, I'm gonna be more excited come January uh, because my postponed concert date for Harry is mm-hmm. going to happen in January. And I get to go back to Disney in January because I'm going to go back to L.A., obviously. So I, yeah, I feel I'm just that. biding my time until January. That's, so we yeah, will. The, <laughs> the one holiday that I genuinely get hyped for is New Year's. So I'm really excited for I'm a excited nice for fresh January. start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited to like start prepping my TBR or like, you know, yeah. my anticipated Actually, release like, releases for 22 or 23. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, um, in my brain, I'm always, like, simultaneously, like, with a Polycon or, like, some of the other events that I work, like, I'm simultaneously working on events that are years in advance, so, like, mentally, I'm always in another year. So, <laughs> it's always, like, weird to have these conversations where I'm like, oh, it's 22, that's right. Like, because I was working on a Polycon 24 recently, and I'm like, oh, that's not for a while now. <laughs> Everything's fine, you know. Time, time is yeah. meaningless, it's true. um yeah okay I also I'm 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 laughing because uh my dad is also like a Scrooge and I actually just got a notification on my phone which is kind of spooky so the one thing that I love about Christmas is that my dad is also like I said a Scrooge and so he just like very much tolerates everything um and my sister have this like running note that we share like on you know like iphone notes um and so i we each get like notifications every time um we like write in the note and it's a dad's christmas tree assembly quote book uh that just like encapsulates like the holidays and just the shit that he will say because again scrooge um, and apparently he has been tasked, I, my, my sister just texted me again, my, this is why it's like spooky, but she just texted me and apparently 
he has to like assemble some kind of decoration for Thanksgiving, which I find to be hysterical because like that's also one that my family does not care about aside from my mother. <laughs> um, but apparently he just got <laughs> he got like kind of in trouble for like shaking the Christmas tree lights and like swearing up a storm. Oh, no. And I'm just and I'm seeing like my sister just typed like it's in it's highlighted. So I know she just typed it murmurs under his breath you son of a bitch and this is just like in the christmas tree assembly book there's also like shakes lights vigorously this is super lame with like many a's um and then the only acceptable or yeah okay so this is like Catherine. i hope you're okay with the fact that the only acceptable christmas carol is tupac i don't oh my god but Oh, you I... don't know who Tupac is? No, I know who Tupac is, but oh, I don't know oh, that's a Christmas oh. Carol. Oh, Obviously, okay. I know who Tupac is. I'm not that dead to society. Okay, I was Good just, Lord. I wouldn't, listen, honestly, <laughs> I would not have judged you for that, but like, I'm just like, oh, like, what, what do you not understand? Is it like, the oh, Tupac God. or is it the Christmas Carol part? <laughs> Christmas uh, okay. okay. Um, anyway, oh, that just, so that just reminded me, I'm very excited because like, it's just, it's a good time. My sister and my mom get so excited and so into it, and they're, like, so chipper. And I don't know if it makes us assholes, but my dad and I will just, like, look at each other. <laughs> like, he's always the one who has to, like, get the box of Christmas decorations out of the garage, and I'm sure that many, you know, I don't want to say, like, I, you know, I believe in feminism, but also, like, that's a man's job. Like, you will never catch me in the fucking garage covered in, like, dirt and cobwebs and shit, <laughs> pulling heavy boxes off of shelves. Absolutely never. Well, it's um, literally, like, the Bo Burnham <laughs> song where he's, like, everyone's a feminist until there's a spider around. Like, literally, <laughs> <Yes>. like, <laughs> genuinely, yes. I'm there so sorry. Like I am all for things. like I am woman. Hear me roar, but exactly. I also <laughs> yeah. don't want to deal with that. Thank you. Like yeah. I don't want to mow the grass. Uh, yep. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> I will bake yep. all day if I have to. I have will. You... I will absolutely accept that role. <laughs> There's actually a TikTok, and it's it's reminding me of this. Um, and I wish I could find it. This was back from when I had TikTok for like one and a half seconds. But it's so fucking funny. It's this woman who's, like, recorded just, like, daily videos, like, snapshots of, like, things that, like, only her husband does. Um, you know, and it's it mowing the lawn. It's, like, dealing with the garage. Like, messing with, like, the car oil. You know, like, these kinds of things. And it's, like, overlaid with that one quote from April Ludgate on Parks and Rec where she's, like, I think that men are our masters and we have to do exactly what they say and like obey them and they are better than us and you know like that kind of thing and it's again mm-hmm. overlaid with all of these tasks that like I, I like if it were me I simply could never. It's not that I'm not capable of doing it. It's just that I know that I simply I don't want to do have that. no desire to ever I just like do it. things I don't want to do it. And it's just, like it just calls forth there are some things that you know you do have to put the feminism aside for for just a minute. I mean listen I I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna lie like I the only thing that I like building are bookshelves like that's it and so like when I had to put together my standing desk because it has like all these moving parts and it's electric and you have to plug it in Mm -hmm. and And I'm like like, the only time that I wish I had a male partner is now 
And, like, it's not to say that I can't fucking do it independently. I absolutely could. But this would be something in which I would absolutely take societal roles seriously. Yeah. (laughs) Like, societal, stereotypical (laughs) roles again. I will stay in the kitchen barefoot and will unpregnant. But, like, I will just stay Mm -hmm. in the kitchen if I need to. Yes, absolutely. I will accept this. I don't want to do that. Thank you. I um, I have a I have a but I don't, I, in the streets though I will fight for I, like <laughs> right that's like, different sitting that's at different. home <laughs> when I'm tired yeah <laughs> yeah uh, no for sure I have this I have a picture a beautiful beautiful painting I love it so much um, I'm waiting for my father to come and visit me before I hang it it's in my closet oh my right now I just like I. <laughs> Mm-mm. it's a no for me a fucking like drill or a hammer oh my god miss me with that bullshit <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not oh my god all right i don't okay, i love how this you know like what? went, it is what it went is. from christmas to this but to oh, anti-feminism well, just kidding yeah, exactly. um no my uh <laughs> My, I, I had the same thing where, like, I, every place that I've lived, I used to wall mount my TV, and I've done it by myself in every place. But the one time I moved in with my friend Kristen, and her dad is, like, retired, and he's, like, you know, he's, like, let I'll me make myself it. useful. Like, what do you need right. to build? Like, what do you, whatever. And, like, he came over, and he's, like, I'll wall mount that. But I was, like, thanks. Thanks, yep, Mr. Jim. Like, I, I didn't want to do it. So yep. thank you, I was not sir. going to. So yeah, yeah. I'm glad you did. So it's fine. Yeah. See, at least so, you, anyway. at least you like get there though. When you're like, there's no one to do it for me, so I'll just do it myself. See, at least at least you've gotten to that point. I'm like legitimately like I don't think he's coming until April. Our lease is up Jesus in May. Jesus Christ! And I'm just well, like, you might as well I just not wait. even mount it at that point. The fuck, Ava? Oh my god! Just get fucking like a command strip, like those. That's what I have. All mine, mine are hung with like they have like the Velcro ones, where it's just like you know you put a Velcro sticky on the back of the the. Does that work if it's heavy? Yeah, they have some that are made for heavy ones. Okay, well that's yeah. I I mean, honestly, even for rentals, it's still much better. Oh dear. Okay. Just ask Jess to do it. I'm sure she'll do it. <laughs> Jess probably would do it. Or at least one of Jess's brothers. She has like three of them. Uh, also so. true. So, I mean, <laughs> girl. The fuck? Anyways. All right. Anyway. So now that we've gotten completely off topic, yes, we are very excited for December and the end of the year. And obviously for many more things to come. And obviously we will be discussing our December reads in our December recap. And also keep an ear out for our like yearly wrap up where we're going to be talking about more than just books and some of our favorite things from the year and kind of looking forward to a brand new year of hopefully new wonderful things so we'll see <laughs> fingers crossed uh, we're very optimistic yeah, i know we're very, we're very optimistic, optimistic about what's to come yeah. um right literally um but anyways that being said as always, make sure that you're ch- following us on our Instagram at Fantastic Pod, our website, phantomtasticpod.com. And if you are interested in joining our unhinged Patreon, um, that is patreon.com slash phantomtastic. And I think that that is all I've had to say, Ava. <laughs> Don't let the hard days win. That's right. And we will catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.